Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hom, and this is a podcast where we bring you interviews of real estate investing women superstars, so women that are just killing it in real estate. And mm-hmm. our guest today is no exception. She is Iris Federation. She's the founder of Invest Club, which is a dynamic real estate community in Southern California. She's a full-time investor, and she specializes in fix and flips as well as buy and hold. She she likes to flip for the lifestyle and hold for the freedom. As of late, freedom. she's been utilizing the short-term. Yeah, it's all about it's all about freedom. Um, she's been utilizing the short-term vacation rental platform to double and sometimes triple her market rents to supersize cash flow. So I love that she knows all about flipping, buying and hold, and vacation rentals. She believes in the power of partnerships, um, relies on resources of great relationships, and stands behind the benefits of being part of an active real estate community. She's the creator of the 60-Day Challenge, which is a unique hands-on, butt-kicking real estate extreme experience available to <laughs> local investors. And by local, that's Southern California. Sorry, um, all of those of <laughs> you who are not here. Um, and, and her club meets at the third Wednesday of the month in Fullerton, California. Um, so I'm really thrilled to have you here. Welcome, Iris. Oh, thank you, Monique. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for allowing me to uh, be able to, you know, share my story and hopefully help some women in the process get to get to do this uh, real estate thing because I I love real estate. I'm very passionate about it, and uh, anytime I'm able to, you know, even just share some tips or you know some lessons, I'm always. Uh, loving doing that so thank you for having me on the show sure and that's and that's why exactly why i wanted to invite you because you do have such great uh you have a great story and such great lessons so let's start with your story how did you get started in real estate investing okay so this happened oh my gosh Many, many years ago, back in 2003, I was actually uh, in mortgage finance. So I was kind of in the periphery of real estate, not the investing side, but the finance side. And I remember mm-hmm. doing loans for, um, you know, not only homeowners, but also investors. And, you know, I, I just remember that some of the toughest loans I had to finish or uh, get approved, you know, were investor deals. And when I actually got down to looking at the numbers, I found it very fascinating. And I realized there's this other side, right? Not just the finance side, not just, you know, real estate agents, as we commonly know real estate to be. Um, There was this whole other investing side. So I was curious about that. And around the same time, I read this magical book, this purple book that people refer to as Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it opened my eyes about, (laughs) you know, business and and having and and being a business owner and an investor, you know, having money work for you. And then I had like this perfect storm. There was someone in my office that one day came up to me and said, hey, you want to flip a house? And I'm all, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for some reason, I just said, yes, let's check this out. We flipped our first house. This was back in 2003. I did everything wrong. 
but somehow <laughs> managed to still make a profit. But if you recall, well, for the listeners at least that are here in the States, you know, back in 2003, was uh, that was the boom, right? The prices were going up, and uh, you couldn't make a mistake. And so I kind of entered the market at the right time. And so uh, after that first flip, uh, I made, you know, gosh, half my annual salary, and I was hooked. So from there, uh, just started really getting into flips. And then I, I realized something really important, though, at that time in the beginning, was that once I sold the property, I no longer owned the asset. So then I understood early on that it wasn't just about flipping because, you know, flipping is a job, you know, and I always like Mm -hmm. to say I flip for the lifestyle because who doesn't like big fat checks? (laughs) But you also (laughs) have to hold for the freedom. So I like to hold properties for passive income, for the freedom and I think um, for generally speaking I don't want to speak for everyone but you know I think we a lot of us do this because we want freedom you know not have to you know be able we want to be able to make our choices and do what we want when we want to do it and not have anyone else dictate to us uh, when or what we can or cannot do so this is a it's that entrepreneurship that is also very exciting for me as being an investor, a full-time investor. So that's how it all started. <laughs> I love it. So where, where are you now? So that was 2003. So you've been flipping ever since. Um, and yes. you also are doing buy and hold. What's your current investment focus? What are you, what are you currently doing? Sure, sure. So, you know, back then in 2003, um, in Cali- you know, I'm in California, so – you know, the prices rose very quickly. And then, of course, you know, shortly after 2006, six, seven, the market tumbled. Um, mm-hmm. So at the time, well, let me, let me back up a little. In 2003, everything was really expensive in California. So I knew if I wanted to hold anything for passive income, I would have to go out of state. And so I did yeah. invest a lot out of state, you know, where, you know, go where the money makes sense, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, I created a portfolio of out-of-state properties that grew quite large in a very short period of time, and uh, <laughs> and I laughed because I realized that you know in doing so, I mean it's so funny. I always make this joke when you're a California investor and you go to other states and you see the prices. You know, you go to other states and you're like, I want five of those. I'll take three of these. <laughs> And, you know, just pick whatever state you want. And, again, I, was, uh, I acquired a lot very, in a very short period of time. What I didn't have in place were my systems, my systems for management, my systems for, uh, you know, managing the managers, <laughs> my systems for, mm-hmm. you know, how do you maintain these properties and whatnot. And then, of course, the downturn happened. And so that hurt a little bit, you know, and what I realized in the downturn was um, – that all of a sudden there were all kinds of opportunities in California where I live. So that was really exciting for me. And so I did my best to liquidate everything I possibly could uh, out of state and brought all my investments here. So to answer your question, Hmm. my investment focus is I solely buy and hold here in Southern California and I flip here in Southern California. Now, I I share this long, drawn-out story because, you know, I think maybe the point I want to make with that is, you know, I've 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 been able to do a lot of strategic things. So 
So even today, yeah. you know, people are like, California is still pretty expensive. But, you know, when I bought out here in California, I was able to buy in, like, you know, maybe outlying areas like San Bernardino, the Inland Empire, even up, you know, north, Bakersfield, Kern County, where things were really yeah. less expensive and could cash flow. So that was really exciting. Yeah. And as the market proved, you know, I was able to use strategies like 1031 Exchange, uh, and, you know, and, you know, just sold a few properties to buy better properties, let's say in L.A. and Orange County. And so when you're able to kind of step up, uh, it's a lot easier to buy nicer A neighborhood properties that cash flow really well. And so, you know, the last few years has been just basically transforming my portfolio from the B, uh, the D and C neighborhoods to B and A neighborhoods in better areas. Mm. And so it's a process, right? It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, it's a process, but everyone can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So good. Um, and I, I love, and it's, it's reassuring for me to hear about somebody being able to do well in California where I live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is and, quite expensive. And, okay. So. It is, yeah. it is. And then, you know, you brought up, you know, I do short-term rentals, so I use platforms like Airbnb, uh, which has, mm-hmm. you know, just blown up in the last few years. Even though Airbnb has been around, uh, you know, they've done a lot, you know, just uh, advertising-wise. People, I mean, they're very well-known now. So not only do I like to use Airbnbs when I take my holidays, but I also am a host in Airbnb. And so I use this platform, and again, I'm going back to, you know, the idea that, yes, you know, some of these homes are more expensive in some of these areas, and if you're able to use a platform, short-term vacation rental, for example, uh, you can definitely create a lot more cash flow than just your average market rents. So it's a great way, uh, you know, to be able to, again, cash flow higher-end properties. So it's a really yeah. exciting exciting platform. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of of uh, Airbnb, VRBO, those short term rentals. Um, I I've I've used it personally. I mean, as a I've been a host as well as a um, as a user. But one of the things that I found is tricky is the management of it. It's a lot more management intensive. How do you manage all of your properties uh, using Airbnb? Do you have outside management? How do you do it? Actually, no. I, I manage it myself, believe it or not. And, you know, I, I actually clocked uh, – I, I did a talk on Airbnb at one of the clubs uh, earlier this year, and so I wanted to see how much time I was actually taking managing the properties. And when I say manage, you know, Airbnb has such a ro- robust uh, platform, uh, and, you know, the yeah. RBOs and all the other uh, short-term rentals that, you know, you can answer and accept, you know, guests, you know, through this great online platform, it comes to your phone or your mm-hmm. iPad or your computer, and you mm-hmm. can, you know, n- not decline, I guess. Or, and, then, and then the biggest thing is, you know, making sure your calendar is kept up, and Airbnb is good with that, and then, of course, mm-hmm. uh, leaving reviews. And so I clocked myself one week or over a, cu- a course of a couple weeks, and I realized I was spending mm-hmm. maybe two to three hours a week just on the management mm-hmm. part. Now, biggest thing with Airbnb is, number one, you have to have a reliable, like the one biggest system thing that you need to have for Airbnb is a good cleaner, a cleaner that yeah. understands the business 
and understands how the house has to be set up and the, and the standards that it needs to be kept at. With a good cleaner and just that platform and then just taking a little bit of time to review your guests and making sure you have things like automated check-in uh, and, and, you know, where you don't have to show up to give them a key, you know, where they can let themselves in. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. been really easy. It's been really, really easy. So I think the biggest challenge about starting an Airbnb is just basically getting it set up. So if you have to buy furniture, you know, start the cable uh, and put yeah. a TV in it and stuff like that, buy the towels and the sheets. But after that, um, if you uh, use the platform wisely and put in as much information as you can, it's very hands-off to me. Yeah, great. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it, it can – yeah, for sure, it's very doable, and the, having the good cleaner and a good system. Or I think that's key. And you know what? You, you need to have a backup cleaner too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, really cool. So um, this is a question that I love to ask all the guests because I find that we learn so much more from what goes wrong than what goes right. Um, you know, having things go smooth and easy is great but it's often in our mistakes that we we learn the most and grow the most so mm-hmm. what has been your biggest mistake in your real invest real estate investing career so far and what did you learn from it okay so you know certainly i've made a lot of mistakes <laughs> which was my biggest one uh let's see okay here's what i believe you know, um, there's been good markets, there's been bad markets, and knowing what to play and what market you can make money in any market, okay? So yeah. I think my biggest mistake, and, you know, um, you know, I'm meeting investors now that have never been in a downturn, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, because, because the downturn, oh, my gosh, that was already a decade ago. Uh, but I think my biggest mistake was, not following the market. So let me say this. You know, when it comes to real estate investing, you have to get educated. You have to get the skills on how to do something. And there's so many ways to make money in real estate. There's so many niches that you can attack, Yeah. right? So you need to get educated. But equally as important is not just how you do something, but when you do it. So yeah. I think my biggest mistake was not understanding my market uh, or not following it as precisely as I should have. Uh, so I started listening to economists. I started listening to people like in our local area, you know, Bruce Norris. He, he, he studies mm-hmm. a lot of reports. He speaks a lot. Uh, he holds great events. He does market timing reports. Um, I think my biggest mistake was not listening to him back in 2006 <laughs> and five when he was telling everyone to unload. <laughs> and I just wanted to hang on because uh, the way he describes it is like you're in this state of euphoria. You don't want to believe the market is turning, so you just, you know, you just keep on doing what you're doing. But if I had listened to him, I probably wouldn't have lost as much money. How about that? <laughs> yeah. And so I so think the good. other second yeah. lesson to that there's a second mm-hmm. lesson to this, is that you can never stop. We're always going to make mistakes, and you only truly fail if you just stop and quit. So I know a lot of people that lost money in the downturn, and you know what? They're doing 
even better now because they learn, quote unquote, learn from their mistakes, right? So never quit. (laughs) You only really fail when you quit. Yeah, it's not it's not failure, it's feedback. <laughs> so I think I have. Yes. Um, yeah, and exactly. I, I love Good. the point about paying attention to the market because it's a lot more than the market. It's the market cycle. So where is your, yes. you know, what's the market cycle that, that you're in right now? And, then, and there are so many different, there's not one, there's not a market, you know, each, each yeah. city, each sub-market, you know has its own cycle. So, you know, being able to pay attention to the cycles where your properties are at or where you want to buy is the key, for sure. So good. Such good advice. Um, And so the flip side of your biggest mistake is what are you most proud of? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess this is going to be somewhat of a shameless plug, but, you know, you mentioned earlier in my intro that, you know, I did found, I I am a founder of Invest Club, which is this really awesome real estate club in Southern California. And uh, I I have to say it's probably, you know, something I'm really proud of because I did start that club when the market was down. (laughs) And people like, I remember this was in 2007 when I started this club, and people were like, what are you doing? Like my colleagues were like, what are you doing? Everybody hates real estate right now. But I knew (laughs) what I had, what I said earlier, you know, I intrinsically knew that we have to create a support group, right, (laughs) of people that need it, right, and need to get back up. And, you know, uh, relationships are so important in this business. So, uh, you know, the club we created, the community around it, the people that attend, the speakers that educate, um, you know, it's just some, it's my baby and it's just grown and, and everyone I've met, the relationships, the referrals, you know, even the deals, the, you know, even the private money. I mean, all this has come out. Uh, and I know people that have, you know, partnered with people, of people that they met through the community. And so I, I just, uh, like I said, it's my baby. And I would love for all your listeners, if they're here in Southern California, please visit us because we're we're fun. We like to have fun and make money. That's our theme. <laughs> <laughs> and ours definitely has fun. Um, so, yeah, that's that is definitely something to be very proud of. I always say real real estate is a team sport. You cannot do it alone. You need a really good no. team. You need really good relationships in order to be successful. And um, clubs like Iris's are perfect place to go and meet amazing people who you might be able to partner and work with. So yeah, super good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you've been at this you know, through upturns and downturns um, since 2003. Now it's almost uh, 15 years that you've been at this. So what oh, my do God, it's that long? Success? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you well, attribute success? You know, okay, so I'm going to say something that maybe is kind of cliche, but it's the truth. It's taking action. So here's the thing. There's a there's a lot of if you're gonna do real estate, I, I would highly recommend, you know, get educated in the niche that you're interested in, right? But more yeah. importantly, 
you got to take action because it's very easy for people to have that shiny object syndrome, right? Where it's just mm-hmm. every time they go, even to my meeting, right, uh, or any other real estate clubs, you know, they'll, they'll hear a speaker and they'll talk about something and they get all excited because the speaker is good at sales or whatever it may be, or, you know, mm-hmm. their niche is interesting. And it's that shiny object uh, syndrome. So you just go from one, you know, methodology to another and then never do anything. So my thing is this. All programs work. Every niche works. There's someone before you that has done it and is probably teaching it and knows how to shorten your learning curve. But the most important thing is you got to take action. And I can tell you this. You learn everything in the action, not reading a book, not sitting in class, not uh, even just, I mean, you'll learn a lot even listening to podcasts. But until you go out there and do something, that's where all the learning is going to occur. So I attribute my success is because every time I took a class, I did it. I actually did it until I actually closed something. (laughs) And then, you know, in the process, I realized, okay, well, I don't really dig this, so I want to maybe add this other thing and see how that works. And so you can always add to your niches that you use, right? And all programs work. You just have to work it. Yes. All programs work if you work the program. Mm -hmm. Um, That, yeah. That's so true. I've been, um, I go to a, a lot of trainings and I've, I've been in a, a mastermind of other real estate investors and there are a lot of people that just didn't take action and they haven't, they haven't done much. And They know uh, a lot, you but know. maybe they haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for a lot of reasons, I think people get, they, they spook themselves and, um, sure. But there, yeah. But if you, it's it's really about you, just take action, and and you will make mistakes for sure. Um, we all do. But when you're, especially if you're you're in the right market and you're you know you're doing the right things, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so good. Um, and what advice do you have for women who are just starting out in real estate investment? Um, you know, or another way of asking that question is, what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to repeat what you said earlier today. And just to reassure uh, that everybody understands this, you don't have to do this alone. You know, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's our nature I don't want to generalize from women, but, you know, I think it's our nature to try to help everybody else, but yet we get, we fear or we're too conscientious to ask for help. You don't have to do this alone. And like I mentioned earlier, get educated into something that you're interested in, a niche that fits your lifestyle, your personality, your time, right? Because there's there's a, I'm telling you, there's a real estate niche for all of it. Right, uh, and then <laughs> yeah. get educated, and then surround yourself with the people that are doing it. You don't have to do yeah. this alone. You don't have to be a lone ranger, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Right, and 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 I always tell people, you know, if if it's a thousand houses you want to flip, 
then follow someone who's flipped a thousand houses in a year, for example, right? Yeah. Or if it's just, you know, yeah. something that you don't want to, you know, engross your entire life with, you know, because you want to just do a few, then follow that person. There's someone that's done it before you. And just it's the people, the the education, and then just knowing deep down inside that you don't need to know all the answers. There are plenty of people out there that are willing to help, willing to guide. You just have to stand up and ask for help. It's okay. Yeah. So that's my advice who's starting out. You know, get, conquer the fear. Do you Just know you're going to make mistakes and just know you can always reach out for help. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Such good advice. And I might even say, instead of you don't have to do this alone, like you can't do this alone. You really do. <laughs> yeah, team sport, um, baby. Yeah. Team sport. Yeah. Just don't even try to do it alone. Um, yeah, surround yourself with, with people who are you know what? Been there who something. are doing what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. heard something. They said real estate investing is a team sport, and wealth building is a team sport. Mm, so I just love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. So good. Um, oh, amazing. So what um, we're about to get into our trinity, but before we do that, what's the best way for for people or ladies who are listening to reach you and find out more about what you do or connect to Invest Club? How, what's the sure, best way sure. to, to connect with you? You know, we, um, we have a website. It's called RE invest club so re meaning real estate re invest club.com you can uh, check us out there we have uh, our uh, you know it shows when our events are and when we do things Um, you can reach out to me via email my email is iris v that stands for uh, veneration so v is in victor uh, at re invest club.com or they can call me uh, 714 Two six five seven six seven six, or yeah, or call, I'd love to meet uh, any of you good. that are here in the Southern California area. So come to my meeting. We meet on the third Wednesdays of the month in Fullerton. Would love to see you. Introduce yourself. Let me know you came from the Real Estate Goddess podcast. Would love to meet you personally. Awesome. Okay, you guys choose. Such amazing energy. You have to go um, and meet this lady. She's, she's so fun. So um, super excited that you, you're here with us today. Uh, we're going to conclude with the Trinity, which is a which is a brag or celebration. And it's a gratitude and a desire. So, lady, what are mm. you celebrating right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have this rule that, you know, every Friday is Champagne Friday. So you have to celebrate all your wins every Friday, okay? <laughs> and if you were to ask me what I'm celebrating at this moment, um, okay, it's, it's back to mortgage finance. I guess it brought me all full circle here. What I'm currently celebrating now is the fact that, you know, I'm a flipper and I just moved into a house that I was supposed to flip. So we just finished refinancing it. And I'll tell you this, woo-wee, I am so happy because those hard money loan payments are very, very expensive. And I think and yeah. because the interest rates are so low right now, man, I think we shaved off our payment by over, oh, my gosh, 
over $4,000 in payment. (laughs) So I'm super happy. You know, I always tell people that, you know, passive income is really important, but even saving, if you think about it, actually, you know, saving $4,000 a month, for example, on a mortgage payment, is like increasing your passive income by (laughs) $4,000. In it one is. short month, right? So, anyway, yeah. that's what I'm really excited about. Can you tell? <laughs> well so, bragged. Um, well bragged. Yeah. Awesome. So, what are you grateful for? Oh, my gosh. I'm grateful for so many things, but I can say right now, I'm, I'm just grateful for the people that are surrounded, that I'm surrounded by right now. You know, my team here at Invest Club. Uh, my warriors that are currently in the 60-day challenge right now, and just everyone, you know, that work with me, you know, my contractors that work on my flips, you know, the guy who's doing the roofing on one of my houses, you know, my electrician, you know, my escrow officers that, you know, handle all my closings. I mean, just like you said earlier, this is a team sport. I am so grateful for my team because absolutely I cannot do this alone. Mm, beautiful. And lastly, what's one thing you desire? Oh, my goodness. I desire a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. We only have one. <laughs> you know, um, if I were to say it's one thing I desire, you know, my partner and I are actually looking, you know, I'm like, what are we going to do with all this real estate? I don't have any kids or anything. So I'm at, we're actually working on having a family. So I'm working. my desire oh. is that – um, our fertility doctor makes something happen. <laughs> so we, hey. we've been working on it for a little bit. So I just send all your good energy so we actually uh, can, uh, yeah, have something exciting to uh, brag about <laughs> in the future. <laughs> well, so shall your desire be or so much better than you can even imagine. Oh, thank you. Oh. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and being here today, Iris. You can again. You can reach her at the reinvestclub.com, and you can reach me at realestateinvestorgoddesses.com. We have um, goodies there. Also, provide mentorship for any of you ladies who are wanting support in your real estate investing journey so reach out to me there and on our facebook group we have uh, we're at the real estate investor goddesses facebook page all right so have a great week we will catch you next week with another amazing real estate investor goddess story bye-bye awesome thank you bye-bye